Welcome to the Doc G Show, a radio show cluster. Without further ado, critics have said he has the face for radio and a voice for silent films. Your host, Ben Doc G Gordon. And we are on the air. Welcome to the Doc G Show. I'm your host, Doc G, with me as per usual, Dave Burles Berlin. Say what? I was about to say, Doc, we have to change it, but, you know, it feels like it's been so long. It's been a little bit. Uh, it's been a little I, bit. Since I've been on, I missed you. Yeah, I missed you, man. Yeah. I missed you. I wanted to bring in Demarcus for uh, a three-way, like we've done in the yeah. in the back. But uh, huh? that sounded really weird when I said we, <laughs> we three-way in the back. Uh, we're just gonna keep going. We're not gonna fixate on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he had he had prior back he in had, the day. He had prior obligations, so we'll do it next week. We'll we'll get everybody on the. the we'll get everybody. Is building. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I was thinking of something weird today, Dave, like I normally That's do. That's a fact. Um, mm-hmm. I was thinking about this, and I'm sure you, 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 you probably have this memory, uh, when you were a kid, okay. how everybody's house smelled different. Yes. You know? Yeah. Oh, man, I think about that often. Yeah. Everybody has that unique house so smell. So true. Their and house like, smell... Their laundry smell. Yeah, it's yeah, it's so interesting. And like, and and, and I've done some research back in the day on it. it. It mainly is the reason that you get that real unique smell is a person sort of oil. Their musk mm-hmm. blends mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. all the other things. Clean but like supplies and whatnot. Yeah, I, I'll say that like none of them really, really smell bad. You know, they no, were, no. they were all just unique. You were like, oh. Oh, that's Joey's house. Oh that's yeah, yeah, that's it. Like it was, and it was like some of them were real subtle. Like some, mm-hmm. you'd go in and you were just like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, getting a little. And then some of them, it was like, I mean, it went right up through your nose and gave your brain mm-hmm. a bear hug, just like ah, and you're like, whoa, whoa, jeez. And can you think who had the most unique? You think the the, the can you think of a house that you were like, yeah. Uh, you can smell it right now if you think about it. Hmm. I mean, I had my like two best friends' house that I would go over to a lot, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, I I have the smell in my head. Yeah. And um, one was a house that was like pet free, and the the family was a little bit neater, mm. and that they had a strong like cl- clean cleanliness smell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Very other one sanitary. had like right yeah. a couple dogs, more kids. Mm. Uh, you a little smell. more lived in, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> right? <laughs> neither, yeah. neither were bad, but you just knew, yeah, you know, and especially like going back to my parents' house now, like yeah, got the I, smell, yeah, it has to smell different than my house, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mine, mine was uh, my friend back in the day, Zach Nolan. You walk into his house, boom, you knew it, you knew you were at Zach's house, and it was nice. It was like a. It was like a, a sort of a su- sweet, pleasant smell. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. overpowering, you know. But it was just like, oh yeah, yeah, I can be home here. Yeah, I can be at home. Yeah, this is nice. This is nice. The reason that I'm bringing that up is I'm a tad concerned about my current house smell. Mm. You know, I feel like through the pandemic, 
my house has been getting too much contribution from me. So true. You know? Yeah. Like, there's too much me in here. And that's, I'm not good. Nope. Nah, it, it does, you don't. You being gone, like you're not gone long enough for the house yeah. to like rest from your your from smell. my stink. Yeah, nobody nobody wants my stink. Nope. Now you know. Now my last condo though, I cultivated a delightful smell based off of you, Dave. Say what? Mm. But yeah, yeah. I remember when me and you went to Mavericks to watch yes. Lonely Highway jam out, and you right. had yourself a sun and sand. Air freshener oh, from Yankee Candle, and I was like, wow. "Oh, oh, this is good. Oh, this is nice. That's, that's real nice." Yeah, and I had, I was like, you know, I was instantly captivated by the high notes of the citrus, the mid notes of the lavender, and the base of the musk. And I was like, mm. "Ooh, nice. I've got to get some," you know. And so mm. I did. And I went and I got I got the I got the oils I got the wax I got the candles you place them. You don't str- do anything small if anyone's ever noticed. Nope. You can't. You got to go out, man. You got to do it. You got to get it done. You know. And I really enjoyed. Then I would walk in. I just like, oh, that's it right there. That's it. You know. But right Dude, now, so it's really funny you say that because. So that was like, oh man, like five, six years ago. Well, maybe less, maybe three about or four. four. I think it's four. Yeah. So, so now um, in my house, mm-hmm. Kayla has a very similar smell downstairs where it's, nice. um, it's an oceany, you know, yeah. smell. Mm-hmm. And then upstairs in the bedrooms, it's like a, like a mahogany or something. And it's like a, a manlier, like deeper smell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, bass notes. And it, Lots of bass. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And nice. that really sets the uh, tone, the like, and separates the the upstairs from the downstairs. Man, she's 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 seg- segmenting she's on, the house. She's on top of it. She's on top of it. Wow, Jeez. wow. Now, see, I need. I I decided that I was like, you know what? Maybe I should go back. Maybe I should. Maybe I should set this place up with some sun and sand. Maybe that should happen, yeah. you know? Maybe maybe the new place needs a new scent. Maybe so. A new, new identity. If well. You will. Well, I mean, going with that new identity, I I checked the old identity. So I mm-hmm. went online and I looked to purchase some Yankee Candle Sun and Sand, and of course, when I did, discontinued. Nope. Seventeen thousand Google reviews. Wait, what? On Yankee Candle jars. Did you do a why would you review this? You know it, Dave. Yes. You know it. <laughs> Let's hit it. Why would you review that? Did somebody tell him this is a really bad idea for a segment? They did, and he didn't care. <sighs> All right. It's time for why would you review that? Yes. So, uh, 4.6 for the overall revi- uh, overall rating, which pretty solid. Wow. This is, solid. Now, is this just for Sun and Sand? No, no. This is this is all 22-ounce candle, uh, candle jars. Not just okay. Yankee Candle in general, but the 22-ounce candle jars. Specifically. Um, now, there were 870 one-star reviews. Jeez. So let's start with Neuschler. Neuschler said, quote, useless, period. Mm. No discernible Mm. scent. What an incredible waste of money. 
I'll use the mm. empty jars to make my own candles. I'm angry at these horrifying, expensive candles when I can buy wax, wicks, and scent for one-tenth of the price of a Yankee candle. Word. Hmm. What? I, you, I, Dave, I would like to follow up with Neuschler right now and find out how many candles he's made over the past couple of months because my guess would be zero. So true. I don't know. If he's at home during this pandemic, he may have picked it up as his hobby. <laughs> <laughs> just just dipping wax. Hey right. guys. Look at me, Yankee Candle. I'm coming for you. Delicious I told you scent. I'd do it. It's delicious. Um, let's see here. Now we've got this was a no-namer. No-namer mm. said, great candle, but do not let Walmart ship it. They are Ooh. shattered upon receiving. Not Dang. adequately wrapped and packaged. Glasses still in my fingers. Jeez. What? Oh God. What? How He's long is it? Glass in his finger. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, no name. It sounds like Walmart shipped a pipe bomb instead of a candle. I don't know. You gotta watch out, man. Like how? If you noticed it was broken, like why'd you go around poking in there with your finger, man? Just, mm, just throw it away. Is. Just go ahead and just call it a day, man. It's no, it's, you shouldn't have gone after it. I'm not saying it's your fault, but you shouldn't have gone after it. Uh, but it's your fault. <laughs> but it's your fault, yes. <laughs> um, Mindy2818 said, quote, I went with the hype of a Yankee candle, as others had mm -hmm. recommended. Right. But I've never been more disappointed with a candle in my life. End quote. Oh. Uh, I've got to ask, mm. Dave, how many times have you been disappointed by a candle in your life? Man, not really many times. No. I mean, no. But it's also because a candle isn't something... You buy online. <laughs> and like what, it's also just, something that you don't have too high of hopes for. Like, there's not too low of a level that I could just be disappointed. Like, oh, this candle like not has ruined smell, my it's life. It's not going to smell worse than your room already was. Very true. <laughs> yes. You can't go lower. Yes. Now, Rodney... Rodney, I think, was just really proud of his title, of his review... Mm -hmm. He titled his review, Bad Packing, Semicolon, Twice Broken, Third Time Shy. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Third Time Shy? Yeah, he hit us with a, it's a modification of the idiom, once bitten, twice shy. Uh, but he uh. changed it to twice broken, third time shy. Ooh, Rodney, you are witty. witty. You should be writing for the New Yorker, my friend. Yes! Um, Nick, <laughs> Nick said, "Quote with no Yankee can a no Yankee store nearby. I purchased this yeah. based on the description and reviews. A mistake. I will not make it again." I have walked See, through many evergreen forests in my lifetime. This scent does not even come close. Word. It smells more like a used wad of spearmint gum that was left on a bedpost overnight. I expected wow. better from Yankee. Yeah. 
I, see I gotta, previous posts. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta ask Dave, how does Nick know what spearmint gum left on a bedpost overnight smells like? Mm. Dude, be, just because, just like he's gone through all these evergreen forests, yeah. he's had the same life experience <laughs> where he puts his spearmint gum on his bedpost and smells it a day later. Apparently. Do, I mean, does it have to be a bedpost? What if it's a, bar, a it park be bench? Tree or post hiking. Oh, okay. Not sure yet. Okay. TBD. Okay. Um. Anyways, who uh, who's got our next review? Who else? Karen. Yes. What was it? Yes. Karen and Karen. Oh, jeez. And her review is totally what you would expect a Karen to write. Uh, made my first Yankee candle purchase in over ten years after Christmas, two thousand. 18. Mm. I waited several days, but never received shipping info. I had to contact Yankee via social media and had to call them to find out when I could expect delivery. Customer service is absolutely deplorable. So true. The fragrances Mm. are strong and long-lasting. However, the prices are still quite high for a product that is currently being sold at Walmart. You need to retrain your customer service reps and lower prices to reflect the fact that your products are no longer boutique items. Wow. 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 Man. Wow. Goodness gracious. Yeah, that is Karen if I have ever read a Karen. Man. Lengthy. I would not want to go to a restaurant with that lady. We would be getting spit sandwiches all night long. That's a fact. Uh, Last one, Vinny. Vinny, quote, At first, I feared I had COVID and had lost my sense of smell. what? Then another reviewer confirmed that this candle just doesn't have much of a scent. Very disappointed. End quote. Mm. Vinny? Do you not have any else, anything else in your house that has fragrance? Hmm. Like, you had to look at another reviewer to confirm that you didn't have COVID. You couldn't just pull out, like, your deodorant and be like, no, no, I still got my smell, guys. I still got it. <laughs> he had, had, to check, had to check a review and was like, no, 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 I trust this guy. He said it doesn't have a smell either. I knew it. Oh, I knew it. God. Dave. Stupidity. Now that we know the truth about Yankee Candles, are you ready to fire up this delicious-smelling candle known as the Doc G Show? Mm, dude, our scent would be the best ever. Man, Let's fire it up. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and lift off. Musky. So it'd be it'd be musky and like beard and like singed beard hairs. Mm. Burnt hair, the best smell. Yeah. Mm, Delicious. Dave, we have a fantastic show. We have none other than the Irie. Great reggae rock band out of Arizona. We're going to be talking to uh, George Ruiz and uh, uh, Johnny Groove, their drummer. But first, we need to start where we start. Birthday suit. Indeed. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Now, this one, very confident in. Uh, 98%. Might have even put it at 99%, but 
I'll take it down one more percent. So, 98. Born on March 10th, 1983 in Muskegee, Oklahoma. Growing up, our birthday suit wearer loved singing. She sang in the talent show, sang at church. And in 1996, she had uh, an audition with Capitol Records. And they had Mm -hmm. a contract ready to sign, but she ended up getting dropped because of change in management at Capitol. Mm. In 2004, she auditioned for American Idol. And in 2005, she became the winner of season four. Her first single was Inside uh, Your Heaven. Her first out al- Her first album was Some Hearts, which debuted at number one on the Billboard charts. The album went on to go eight times platinum. In 2007, she won her first two Grammys. In 2007, her second album came out, Carnival Ride. It debuted at number one, too. Her 2009 album was Play Play On. Sorry, It came out in 2009, debuted at number one again. Her fourth album, Blown Away, came out in 2012. Oh, Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood is correct. Blown Away is a a pretty solid song. It's probably, I would say, my favorite uh, Carrie Underwood song, actually. Um, That's a good one. In uh, 2015, her fifth album, Storyteller, came out. 2018, she released a song with Ludacris called Champion for the Super Bowl, which... Former Doc G Show guest Bones Owen played guitar on. That's right. Sweet. Um, her sixth album, Cry Pretty, came out in 2018, debuting at number one. She's won seven Grammy Awards, 11 Billboard Awards, 22 CMT Awards, and over 70 million total albums. Sheesh. Carrie Underwood. Yeah, uh, funny Happy story. Birthday. My friend Lee, back in the day, his cousin... Apparently, I think this was a, like right around when she was getting famous, like right around when her first album came out. His mm-hmm. cousin was watching a movie, and he saw this really pretty girl in the theater. And he's one of those dudes that shoots a shot, you know. That's like oh. I'm gonna, I'm he's, gonna have. Yeah, he's just he's a straight numbers guy. Yeah, he's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll the dice. Let's see what she'll say, you know. And yeah, so yeah. after the movie, he just went up to her and was like. Hey, can uh, I take you out on a date? And he said she sort of looked at him like, uh, and he was like, so can I take you out on a date? She's like, do you know who I am? Wait, She what? said that, and he was like, uh, no. He's like, I'm Carrie Underwood. And no he was sh- like, and, and at the time, he still didn't know who that was, and he was like, okay, well, would you like to go out on a date, Carrie Underwood? <laughs> and she's like, I, I don't think so, and walked off. But that was, uh, that's what happened, apparently. He saw uh, in a movie theater? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then she got really famous after that. So that was his uh, Carrie Underwood story. That's my... Good for him. That's my indirect Carrie Underwood story for you. So there we go. I love it. Carrie, if you want to come on and deny that, feel free anytime. You can come on the show and tell us that's yeah, not true. We need true. to hear her side from it. Ex- exactly. Uh, Dave, are you ready to rip some headlines? Let's rip it, Doc. 
It's now time for Rip from the Headlines. Oh, by the way, she's 38. 38, Carrie Underwood. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Got two more years to live in the 30s. Two more years in the 30s. Uh, Interesting story from Australia, Dave. This one, I felt like we'd lead off with this. So, Melissa Caddick. She is uh, 49 years old, and uh, she was wanted for frauding investors. Last Mm. year, she got into a lot of hot water because she uh, took about $15 million from investors. Yeah, good good amount of cash. Um, Now, when when they got the warrant for her, she mysteriously vanished in November. Mm-hmm. She just mm-hmm. thin air, just out of the, the out of the blue, and they couldn't find her. Police have been looking for her since November. Now, uh, two weeks ago, though, the police found her shoe hmm. and what the heck, her foot. What in the shoe? Oh my God! Two hundred and forty-eight miles away from her home on the beach in New South Wales. Oh yeah. My gosh, sounds like a freaking horror movie. Yeah. Well, now this is where it really gets wacky, though. The police haven't proposed a leading theory yet. In fact, mm. the police commissioner Mick Fowler said that she could have cut her own foot off to throw police off the scent and thinks she still could be alive. Wait, what? He, they haven't found her for six months. She didn't have to cut her foot he, off. He literally said in the interview, a severed foot is a great throw-off. Word. What? What? Oh God. He he then said, I think of one all of those the- investors found her is what I think. <laughs> It was that was what somebody else in the in the article said actually was uh, a mob tie about that. Mm. Yeah, but uh, the police uh, chief then said, "Of all the beaches and feet in the world to find, what's the probability of that?" Hmm. Uh, I gotta say, Mick, I think it's better probability of finding her foot than anyone else's. I mean... Yeah, I don't know how many feet you're going to find. Most people go on the beach and look for shark teeth. Not not feet. feet. (laughs) But I I was thinking about this story, and it makes me think, have you ever had one of those friends that loves the giving you horrible either-or situations? Oh, yeah. This sounds like one of those questions they would give you. Would you rather cut your foot off or spend 15 years in jail? You know? Like... Yeah, I don't know. I think I think I. I don't, huh. mm, it's tough, man. I like my foot, but I also I like my freedom. I don't know. Yeah, I was man. gonna say if you know if you know that you survive, you yeah. may just cut the foot off. I don't know. I mean, like it also depends on how old I am. Like if I'm really old, then I, I think I gotta go foot pretty pretty convincingly, yeah. you know? Because you're like, mm-hmm. screw it. I'm not living the rest of my life in a prison. I don't know, man. I don't know. Right. Melissa, if you're out there footless, um, good luck. What? Uh, yep. <laughs> if, <laughs> good luck on that. Uh, you threw them off. <laughs> yeah, you threw them off for now. Uh, Dave, I think you've noticed probably how many Wawa's 
have been taking over the, the, the Florida area, right? Dude, they are growing like weeds. So yeah, true. They're, they're a mid-Atlantic thing. They started in Pennsylvania. Um, and I bring that up because there was an incident at a Wawa in Philadelphia. Mm. Yeah. Uh-oh. Over the summer, a pair of burglars robbed a Wawa with dynamite. Oh, shoot. That is... That is actually very scary. Yeah, and weird. <laughs> like, what? This they couldn't pa- afford a gun, but oh. they could afford some dynamite. This past week, two Philadelphians were indicted on charges of robbing a, the store with explosives. 65-year-old Desiree Adorno and 34-year-old Michael Fields were arrested and charged with conspiracy to use explosive devices to steal lottery tickets and money from a safe at Wawa near the mm. Betsy Ross Bridge. Um, okay. I know I know this isn't the most important part of the story, but I couldn't get over this. I just started wondering, how do these folks know each other? Hmm. Like, yeah. I, I mean, Desiree's 65... Mm-hmm. And Michael's thirty-four. Like, mm-hmm. how do how do two folks those ages meet up and say, you know what, we should get some dynamite and rob a gas station? Like, right. they're I mean, they're not Who related. Up, the younger one or the older one? That's yeah. The- <laughs> and I mean, they're not related. Like, mm-hmm. how do you meet a person thirty-one years your senior and decide to rob a Wawa with dynamite? Totally. I mean. It sounds like these folks are going to jail for a while, and I think somebody needs to go down there and write a book about these two because mm-hmm. just based on this story, you got to imagine their life is pretty entertaining. Like, I was about to say the the pre yeah know, heist is yeah. The, is the kicker. Yeah, there, there's definitely some interesting twists and turns. I feel like there's an RV involved somehow. There's going to be an RV. And some Mountain Dew drank at some point in in this story. I don't know, but I feel like that's there, even though it's Philadelphia. I mean, maybe they they used to live somewhere around Jacksonville and moved (laughs) up to to Philadelphia. Uh, Dave, world record. World record. Let's go. Apparently, it's not a Guinness world record. Uh, Does it even count then? Well, uh, apparently Guinness doesn't apparently have the specific specifications of this record, which I was like, can they make it? They've got the dumbest things in there anyway. Yeah, like I was like, seems like... Every record they put in there literally is like made up. Yeah, but anyways, nonetheless, 23-year-old Corey Philpott of Glenbrook, Australia has a new record Mm -hmm. for doing a marathon. He did Mm -hmm. it. In 16 hours, hmm. which okay. by itself, obviously, not too impressive. That's pretty slow. No, there's there's more coming. But when I tell you he did it pulling a 3,200-pound truck, Jeez. it becomes much more impressive. <laughs> yeah. Golly. Yeah. 26 yeah. miles pulling a truck. Yes, that's right. Screw Old Phil- that. Old Philpot man pulled up thirty-two. He was big. He was, and not only that, when he finished, he said, "Eh, "I don't feel too bad. I'll probably go for a run tomorrow." What? No way. What? 
I mean, think about that. It's basically like he pulled 16 other people for a whole marathon. No, you know? dude, I can't. Like, that's I wild. imagine. That's wild. I don't even know if I could get a, a, a get that truck moving if it were in neutral by myself. Nope. I don't know. I probably could. I could probably move it a little bit, but not. He he, pro- he had to have, like, hills to help him. <laughs> no, no, no. It was it was flat. I saw where he did Just it. Just flat? The, yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he just he started at the top of Mount Everest and just slowly <laughs> zigzag right. down. Yeah, yeah, I pulled it. It's hard. It's real hard. It's tough. Um Dave, wanna hear a headline from Yahoo News? Mm-hmm. Quote Goats pee on their faces to attract mates. Huh? Wow. <laughs> Dave, D- Dave, what's our stance on the political correctness of R. Kelly jokes? What could we? I, 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 I think you. I think you have to. Oh boy. Anyways, that's uh, that's some weird stuff. Goats are into. Uh, Dave, I. It's bizarre. Um, Dave, tragic news out of Missoula, Montana. Wait, what? Missoula, Montana. Uh, Big D was murdered. Not Big D. Yeah. Now it makes uh, it, it it makes it slightly less dramatic when I tell you Big D was a mule. Dude, I was but, gonna say a cactus or something. But still, <laughs> Big D was murdered. Eve How? Eve Deering, who lives in Missoula, found her beloved saddle mule dead with what looked to be a gunshot wound oh, in the chest no. just Why off would of you do that to a mule yeah yeah now obviously she's pretty upset about big d of so course. folks she knew said hey get the word out there let mm-hmm. the world know about big d so of course she posted about it on facebook and a couple other places and eventually the newspaper that's right. The newspaper of Missoula did an article on it. Um, when it was put in the paper, a couple days later, she received an anonymous tip. What? That mm-hmm. the mule wasn't killed by gunshot. Hmm. The mule was killed by getting hit by a car. So What the heck? So Eve called up a veterinarian and ask mm-hmm. if they could analyze the mule's body, if they could do a necropsy on the mule's body. And they mm-hmm. did. And when they finished the analysis, they said that there was a puncture wound in the chest, but the mule did, in fact, die from being hit by a car. <gasps> what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now The story continues. Right? So many layers. Now, they know that Big D was either killed late Thursday, February 25th, or early Friday morning, the 26th. A reward page to catch the killers of Big D has been set up, with two donors pledging each $5,500 to find out who killed Big D. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad we're spreading the word so his there, murderer can be found. There are so many things, Dave, about this story. 
First, can we just say that if your newspaper in your town is able to dedicate this much time to the killing of a mule, your town doesn't have that much going on? No offense, it's but, but it's, it's very important, Doug. You're being insensitive to the issue at hand. Plus, plus well, I mean, you got to admit things are going pretty well for your citizens. If this is right. the worst thing in your if town, you're about the, the mule, you know, not, not not actual humans. Yes. Things are going pretty good. I mean, as long as you're not Big D. Um, right. Second, who made the anonymous tip? Hmm. Who did that? Is is there a dude out there that went over to his friend's house and his friend was like, hey man, you're never going to guess what happened last night. I murdered a mule with my car and then stabbed it in the chest to make it look like a gunshot. Don't tell anybody, okay? What? <laughs> like, what What happened? What? Right. And, and then, if you are that dude with that friend, do you ask that guy how he hits a mule? Hmm. Because... It's a mule. It's it's not a rabbit. It's not darting out in front of you. It's it's like hitting a cow. They're big. Like they don't move that fast. Like how do you do that? I don't know. This guy definitely had to be drunk, is my guess. You don't hit a mule if you're sober. That's my call. No, it's pretty uh pretty hard to do so. Yeah. And then second as I said before, I'm not trying to downplay the murder of Big D, nope. but $11,000, I mean, out of all the things you could donate your money to, St. Jude's, Doctors Without Borders, homeless shelters, climate crisis, and you decide to go with Big D's murderer, I mean, I mean, no, no offense, but I'm just saying, I mean, priorities... I want to find out who got Big D, too, but just saying. Maybe a little bit lower on the list. A little bit lower. Anyways, Dave, we're going to take a break. We are going to hear from our guest, the Irie, right now, right here on the Doc G Show. We're going to get it till the break of dawn, yeah. Come on, girl, let's fill the cups. Both know we don't drink enough, yeah.
face in the morning We gon' get her till the break of dawn, yeah Come on, girl, let's fill the cups Both know we don't drink enough, yeah. Oh, baby, see your face in the morning We gon' get her till the break of dawn, yeah Come on, girl, let's fill the cups Both know we don't drink enough, yeah Oh, baby, see your face in the morning We gon' get her till the break of dawn, yeah On the Doc G Show, Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Dave. Ladies and gentlemen, do us a favor. Go on your podcast downloading platform Mm -hmm. and download the Doc G Show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Give us a five-star rating. Give us a review. Mm -hmm. Say something you like about us. We appreciate all the love and support we can get. We do. Go on the Instagram at Doc G Show and check out the website www.thedocgshow.com or just docgshow.com and Doc's got all the good stuff on there. Boom. Some videos, future guests, mm-hmm. you name it, mm-hmm. it's on there. Boom. Nicely done, Dave. No rust at all on Thank that. You. Nicely done. Thank you. Uh, yes, I recently, listeners, jumped into the world of reels on Instagram. Mm. That's right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He's so high tech. Started hitting up with the reels cuz I noticed that's where that's where the energy is. That's where that's where that's the where folks are staying. The kids we say it's it's hitting. Yeah. Yeah, it slaps. Nope. It slaps, man. The it reels. Slaps. They slap. Nope. Uh Dave, I've got a miscellaneous file real quick. Okay. All right, you got in there. Uh did you watch the dunk contest this year? No, man. I fell asleep. I had a very long weekend I, uh, uh, golf, in Orlando. Of golf. I yeah. saw. Yeah. Yeah. I went to the Arnold Palmer invite, and then I played some golf mm. on Sunday. Mm. It was a good time. Sounds like a Dave but weekend. Me, Sounds like a Dave weekend. It was weekend. a Dave manly man weekend. Oh, gosh. Nice. Nice. Well... So the duck contest, I I watch. Uh, full disclaimer, I didn't watch all of it because it was pretty short. But I also had to go get something in the middle of it, so I missed a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I noticed I to watch the highlights. I noticed as soon <laughs> as as soon as it happened, people were going bananas on how lame they thought it was. Like on Twitter, on ESPN, just everywhere. Oh mm-hmm. no, it's lame. Oh, it's boring. Here's a gif of somebody sleeping, and that's me during the during the slam dunk competition. Like that was what Girl, come I was on. like, really, really? Because like it's the same. I mean, it, it, it's interesting that they that they thought there was that much change this year. I mean, it's well, well, it's yeah, it's super athletic guys jumping and dunking. Exactly, I mean, I, 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 like, it doesn't make sense to me. And then that's what like some people even escalated. They're like, we need to get rid of it. And I was like, what? Now. 
I'll get. I'll give you. No, you need to get rid of the skills challenge, not the dunk contest. I'll, I'll give you this. I wasn't as blown away by the winning dunk as I have been in the past by some dunks. Like mm-hmm. I'll say, in the last several years, Air 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 Gordon has basically blown me away. His dunks have been insane. Right. And you know, Vince Carter way back in the day. That's that's the that's the standard right there. Try to mm-hmm. pass that. Mm-hmm. Two thousand wasn't it two thousand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two thousand. Yeah. It's either two thousand or two thousand one. Yeah. One of the two. I can't remember. Right. But um right. Anthony S- uh, Simons was the guy that uh won it. And okay. he kisses the rim for the dunk. Yeah. Yeah, like and he doesn't actually touch the rim. Like, but he gets his lips literally like four inches away from the rim. Like, and not under it. Wow. He's level with it, just four like inches at, away. At it. Yeah. Jeez. And like, I mean, this guy is 6'4. He literally jumped over four feet vertically in the air to do that. And people are like, eh. Like, come on. The only people that are allowed to go, eh, at that. Are Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, Nate Robinson, Zach Levine, Eric Gordon, Vince Carter, and a couple of others. That's the only right. people that can say, meh. Like, you can't, I can't say meh, because I've never got anywhere close to being able to dunk like that. I go, wow. Kissing the rim. Yeah. It's so high. It's insane, man. I mean, I would say kissing the the rim is more impressive than putting your elbow in after you finish. Yeah, r- really, you know, in, and in a way. People don't knock that jump. No, that don't knock that dunk. No, exactly. And then I heard, like I said, I heard a bunch of people being like, "Yeah, all these dunks have been done before. It's getting pointless. The dunk contest." And I was like, "That's stupid logic." By that logic, we should get rid of spelling bees. I'm pretty sure we spelled all invention. the words of the English <laughs> language. We still have spelling bees. It's not like, oh, we spelled them all. No need to do that anymore. Like, ridiculous. Anyways, that was my miscellaneous file, Dave. I'm just saying. What was your thoughts on the on the skills challenge? Uh, the skills challenge, yeah, I could. I mean, you know. I mean, it is like, obviously, they're better at skills than I am. But still, it's not too mm-hmm. interesting to watch. No. You know. Love the three-point contest. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I'm glad to see Steph was back in there because Steph obviously needs to be. He's he he's mm-hmm. he is three points. He is three right. points. Anyways, uh, David's time. Shoutouts. Shoutouts. Let's go. First, we need man, to give a. Sh- I, haven't, I haven't been a shoutout in a while. Let's shout out some some places. Yeah. Man. Yeah. You haven't. Uh, we need first. We need to first shout out our new program director. Shout out to Eric. Oh. Shout out to Eric. Shout out to you, Eric. Glad, glad, glad you're riding with the Doc G Show. Thank you, sir. Um, Welcome to the team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't want to be a part of your team. It's fine, he's Eric. Like, <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to grow a beard for this. No. And no. I'm not going to buy a Sun and Sand uh, Yankee candle. He better. It will improve his life. That's right. Anyways. Anyways, uh, we're going to do regular... Listeners today, domestic regulars, because right. I haven't done it in a while, long while. There you go. Now it's 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 ebbed and flowed a little bit. We've got some people that have always been there, but there there are some mm-hmm. that are out now and some newbies in there in the regulars. I've been watching. Love it. People think I haven't been watching. Don't worry, I've been watching. Um, Who knows? For um, like yeah, Santa. I was about to say I'm like Santa, long. a black bearded Santa. That's me. Um, 
Anyways. And skinny and athletic. Nah, somewhat. let's not go too athletic. Let's not overhype it. Person's going to see me and they're like, what, really? Nope. Not that guy. Uh, let's just yeah. say not obese. We'll go with that. Um, anyways, first on the list, J- Jacksonville. Of course, Let's Duval. Go. Duval. Right there. Shout out. Uh, Columbia, South Carolina, Capital go City. Go Cox. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, Columbus, Ohio. Shout and out. Columbus, Georgia. The two Columbuses. Shout out. Look at that. Yeah. Shout out to both of you. Both of you guys. Yes, Great. Radford, Virginia, home of the Highlanders. Shout, Shout out. out to Radford. Charlotte, North Carolina, the Queen City. Shout out to the Queen City. Ashburn, Virginia, the regulars. I love you guys in Ashburn. Thank you for listening. Uh, Our West Coast connection, Boardman, Oregon. Thank you, Boardman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Winfield, Winfield, West Virginia. There we go. Yeah, they've been regulars for a while now. I think we we picked them up as regulars and... I want to say in the summer, maybe a year ago, something like that. Mm, Regardless, thanks for listening, Winfield. We appreciate it. I I remember we talked about old uh, uh, Winfield Scott, the general. I remember. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, Peoria, Illinois. There we go. Mm -hmm. Peoria. Mm -hmm. Uh, Katy, Texas. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Where you were this weekend, Orlando. There we go. Shout out to Orlando, yeah. O-Town. And lastly... It was crazy. Lastly, our last regular, uh, and this has been a regular for a couple of months now, Anoka. Anoka, Minnesota. Shout out. Oh, Anoka. Mm-hmm. Ayeska. Yes. Thank you to all the regular love you listeners. Guys. We appreciate it. Of course, we love the regulars. Uh, Dave, real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. let's get a story in here. We've got a couple leftovers. Mmm, okay. which one do I want to talk about? Uh, let's talk about... The craziest one. Well, I, I, guess, I guess this might be the craziest one. I don't know. Uh, mm. Girl, come on! Mm. Just go. Okay. Just do it. Let's uh, go. Dave, uh, I don't know. You know this about me. I'm a pretty big fan of going to the dentist. Uh, yes, you are. As you know... I love keeping my dental hygiene game up to an exceptional level. Yes! And uh, with that, I like to reap the rewards of getting praise when I go to the dentist and then being like, hey, your teeth are looking good. And I'm good like, thanks. Good job all year. I'm like, thanks. Like, Thank you. Yes, I have been flossing, and that's not a lie in my case. Thank you. You know? But uh, mm-hmm. this next story... Makes me um, makes me sort of second guess going to the dentist. Mm. Uh, oh boy. I, I don't think I want to go to the me. dentist in Fair Oaks, California. Fair mm. Oaks. So last week, Donna McDonald, who is the office manager at Gregory Haley's dental office, was getting mm-hmm. a little work done when she heard a loud crashing sound that she said she initially thought was an earthquake. Wait, what? She realized it came from the patient consultant area, so she went to the room and saw that a turkey was walking around in the office after it had completely broken through the large window in that room. 
Yeah. Freak that, dude. No way. (laughs) I repeat, a turkey had completely smashed through the window and was just strutting his stuff around the office. Hmm. Uh, they, They called the Gold Country Wildlife Rescue to remove the turkey. The wildlife rescue member said the turkey didn't seem to be hurt and may have seen its reflection and thought it was a rival bird during mating season. Word. Which, oh my goodness. Which, first of all, I do have to say, Donna is really bad at distinguishing what earthquakes are, or that was one thundering turkey. One of the two. Because, like, I would think living in California, you know what an earthquake feels like. And right, I, I can't imagine a broken glass, no, like a broken window, and an earthquake feeling the same. It's even in a chair, like no, no. <laughs> I've I've been in a house where there's been broken glass, and I've been in a house where there's been an earthquake. They do not feel the same. I can Very tell you different. that. Very different. I thought there was a rumbling bomb coming to take over my apartment when the earthquake happened. A glass shattering Sorry. is more like what was that? There a they're a baseball coming into the house. That was more of what that was like, you know? Second, yeah. yeah. Ben Franklin said we should make our national bird a turkey because of how smart they are. Mm, I gotta say, stupid. I was about to say, <laughs> that doesn't seem like a very smart bird, Mr. Franklin. Nope. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna say it right now, Dave. I think if we change our national bird, I think the only option's an owl. That's what I think. I mean, an owl. Yeah, you think an owl would be flying into your will, uh, your window, all willy nilly? No, nope. It would deliver you a a, a letter. That's like right, Harry Potter. That's right. Deliver you a letter and then sit there and just give you a nice little whoo, whoo. That's it. By the way, I yep. I do have some owls. By the way, right outside of my uh, bedroom, um, mm-hmm. they're barred owls. I don't know if oh, you've ever heard of Bard. Owls. Yeah, B-A-R-R-E-D. Um, they're interesting because Bard owls, they've got a really weird call. So instead of just... Oh, it looks cool. Yeah, they, lo- they look pretty devious, right? They got that little sunken-in yeah. face, and, face and, yeah. and real dark eyes. But they sound like angry monkeys when they're calling. <laughs> Like they they do this like, and you're like, what what is it? Spider monkeys outside? Good. Yeah, it was <laughs> wild, man. It's wild. They go they go bananas though. Every like every other night, they're like, you know what? Let's hit them with some monkey calls. Here we go. And they'll just do it for like two minutes, and they're like, okay, that was enough. Stop. And then you just don't hear anything again. They're wild. Al, national bird, now, do it. Come on, guys. Make it happen. Anyways, Dave, uh, second birthday suit. This one, pretty confident on this one as well. Um, but mm. not that confident because it's out of your range. But I think the the last clue will give it away. So I'm giving it 80%. Okay. So, our birthday suit wearer was born in Ryan, Oklahoma in March 10th, 1940. So, yeah, pretty pretty far back there, yeah. Um, Still alive, of course. 
now, uh, our our birthday suit wearer's dad was a World War II veteran and a truck driver. When our birthday mm-hmm. suit wearer was 16, his parents divorced, and he moved to California with his mom. In 1958, our birthday suit wearer joined the United States Air Force and was stationed in South Korea. It was there that he first started training Tang Soo Do, and he got an interest in several forms of karate. In 1967, he won his first big karate tournament. Hmm. In 1968, he won Henry Cho's All-American Championship at Madison Square Garden. In 1969, he met Bruce Lee and started training and a working relationship with Lee. In 1972, our birthday suit wear acted as Bruce Lee's nemesis in the movie Way of the Dragon. Hmm. He started picking up more and more significant roles like 1978's Good Guys Wear Black. In the 80s, he had several big action movies like Code of Silence and the Missing in Action series and Delta Force. In 1993, he started filming a TV show called Walker, Texas Ranger. Hmm. Facts about our birthday suit wear in the 2000s started showing up on the internet talking about our birthday suit wearer's toughness, genius, and exceptionalism. I'm going to guess Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris is correct. Let's go. Yes. Chucky is correct. Now, the example that I was going to give you for facts was they wanted to add his face to Mount Rushmore, but the granite is not hard enough for his beard. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely Chuck Norris. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know this? I, I, you know, this may be a well known thing, and I just don't know Chuck Norris that well, but did you know his actual name is Carlos Ray? Oh, no, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, that's his actual name is Carlos Ray, and then Chuck is his nickname. Carlos just, yeah. Ray. Mm-hmm. Why? Ray Norris. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Doesn't fit as well. Yeah, it was wild. Carlos Ray, CR. 81, though. 81. Oh, good for 81. I was about to say, I'll give it to him. He's uh, he looking pretty pretty solid there. Pretty solid. Happy birthday, Chuck. Uh, Dave, we're going to take a break, and we will be right back with none other than the Irie right here on the Doc G Show. Hey, what's up? This Rock Montana. This Mucho Yellow. And it's Rockin' Yellow. And you're listening to Doc G Show from 803 to 904, the best show on the radio. You dig? This is 95.5 Spinnaker Radio. WSKRLPFM, UNF Jacksonville. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Today we are joined by George Ruiz and Johnny Groove from the Irie. Fellas, how's it going? What up, man? Hey, what's up, brother? We're doing good. Thanks no. for having us. Nice, nice. Well, uh, we were just talking about it before we came on the air, but uh, I wanted to ask about, I think it's one of your most recent shows. You guys just had a show at the Wasted Grain yes! right around 
you know, uh, a couple weeks ago with one of our former guests that we had on the show, The Common Kings. Sweet. How'd the show go? Yeah, the show went great. The Common Kings, the brothers, man, they're super, super respectful, and they show the kind of the love, you know, the kind. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, it went super great, man. And super grateful to even have them coming into our town, you know. Yeah. And to even have us to be playing for them, I'm super, super blessed, you know. Nice, nice. Uh, did yeah. did now? I saw on your Instagram that you 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 like to ball every now and then. Go out there, shoot some hoops. Now I know the Common mm-hmm. Kings love to play basketball. Did you guys did you guys get to hoop any, or was it an in and out? Did you did you not get to hang out that much? I uh, didn't get to hang out that much, but. I got them threes, baby. Nice, nice. <laughs> if they want, if they want to get that one on one, let's do it. Nice. Say what? Well, I was playing. I played up ball in high school and played football in high school too. So nice. I come from like an athletic kind of background uh, because, like, you know, you know, like the whole thing is like you got to play sports. Mm-hmm. We never had like a like a music out, like outlet. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to find out on our own. Like I'm pretty sure like, that's how every musician starts out of high school. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, they challenged when they were on tour with Justin Timberlake. They challenged him one on one. They still haven't got that. They still haven't got that game going. So they're they're JT? waiting. Yeah, yeah. They're still waiting on their oh, game with yeah. JT. So hopefully, Girl, hopefully, on. maybe you can get in line. You'll be the next. The next musician yeah, to challenge. Yeah, hopefully we'll be in the line. We'll be in the bracket. You know? <laughs> well, uh, you guys are out of Arizona, um, and we've had we've had a couple of bands from Arizona. The two that I'm thinking about recently, we had Gin Blossoms on and uh, Catastro. Uh, both of those guys are from Arizona, and I forgot to ask them one of my favorite questions that I love to ask a guest, which is, if I'm coming to your hometown. And I say, George, where do I need to eat if I'm coming to your hometown? What's the one place? If I got one night, where are you telling me I got to go eat? Well, of course, I'm going to be like, my hometown is Chandler, Arizona. Yeah. You got to go to the perch. You got to go to the perch. Mm. Or Tempe. You know, you got to go to the, the marquee. Yes! Okay. Dude, where are the places in Tempe, John? Hmm. Now, what, what's... what's you take your shows at restaurants. Or all of the above. All of food wise, I'm much more interested oh, food in food. Wise, food yeah. wise, uh, food wise, I would definitely go to Cornish Patsy. Okay. What it's, what it's what really, kind of food is that? They're like um, I don't know how to say it. They're like big hot pockets. Oh. <laughs> but like they're like it's like it's like from London, so it's like big hot pockets. But like they're like they they oven them, put them in the oven, the pre-made, but they have like. Like gourmet, yeah, yeah, but they're like huge. Mm. And they have like one that's called like the Pilgrim, which is like a Thanksgiving. It's like turkey, like cranberries, potatoes, and they got like one that's a cheeseburger or one that's like a bread potato. That sounds good. Uh, I haven't been there. They got me excited. Yeah, <laughs> I've never been there. No, I've never even been there. Well, now, well, you know. now I know. <laughs> well, George, you said the perch. What's the perch? What do you got going on there? The, the perch is like a, it's like a. Like the South Brewery kind of place, like they like they self brew their stuff. Gotcha. And they have like great Christine, like uh, Christine, Christine, Christine. That's good. I thought you were professional. <laughs> oh, they have really great food there. They have great food, and like the reason why they call it the perch because they have a bunch of like exotic birds. Oh. Uh-huh. Like all the all the all the birds like are trained, and like they only put them there for the night. 
mm. like entertain people that go like that. Mm. So that's that's basically like the home base for us out there in China. Yeah, what's our resident? One of our residents. Nice. Now, do they do they have any owls? Hmm. Owls? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh man. Owls like creep me out. Oh man, I love owls. They they just look so goofy. It's just that one weird owl that's like been trending, like it's like a wolf owl. I don't know what it's called. Yes. Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. Yes, I do know that. Yeah. Yeah. It has like a weird like little screech. Uh, most owls have really weird like sounds. They've got some really bizarre. I mean, it's there's just a couple that have like the normal hoot hoot, and then all the others have these just really yeah, weird noises. How, how about in Jacksonville, man? We want to go to Jacksonville. I've just seen in Jacksonville, brother. Well, uh, if you're looking, if you, are you for venues, your best venue bet. Is going to be 1904. Yes! Uh, it's going to be the Florida Theater, yes! uh, Ponte Vedra Theater. Yes! Um, yeah. Those are all really good venues. Um, what if I want to get? What if I want to get drunk and like go? Mm, that's going to be Surfer. That's that's going to be the Surfer. <laughs> but if you're looking for food, my two yeah. top favorite places, Carmines is uh, is a pizza place. They get wild yeah. with their pizza. It's just it's. Anything goes on these pies. It's it's I nuts. So true. You know? And then, uh, let's see. The other one that I got to... I mean, you guys are from Arizona, so you guys know good Tex-Mex. So I'm a little afraid oh, yeah, to say yeah. go to Burrito Gallery, because Burrito Gallery is really good, but... It's really all do different. It. You yeah. guys have like more of like the Islander... Like, like yeah. Yeah. You get a little. Like we got like the border Americanos and like because I'm a Americano from the border too. So <laughs> you know, nice. Like, you know, I hear you're a bit of a chef yourself, George. Yeah, I am, brother. Nice. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a chef. Uh, What's your favorite thing to cook? <laughs> you know what I cooked the other day, dude? I, I cooked a shepherd pie. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, cause like I used to be a, a cook. Uh, a chef up in um, a hotel called San Marcos. Man, <laughs> shepherd's yeah, pie yeah. is a is a long wait. Uh, for yeah, that that's, one. that's like Irish stuff. But like, I know, like, I know my sauces. There's like seven sauces. I know them all. Man, <laughs> he's, a, he's a designated band cook. Man, yeah. that's that's always good to have in the band. That's definitely a necessity. That's good. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, we're eating good. Well, you guys, you guys now the the current lineup of uh, of the IRE. George, you're on guitar and vocals. Marcus on bass. Johnny, you're on uh, drums. And you guys have been together for a little over a year, year and a half now. Uh, but you guys have been to playing music for a long time, especially, you know, uh, George, you and Johnny. You guys have been playing, you know, all, most of your life. Johnny, you started playing drums when you were when you were 13. Yeah. What got you? What got you on the drums? I, I heard you know Nirvana and Green Day was a lot of uh, what you were trying to emulate early, but yeah. what really got you started? Um, dang. I, I think I think I started playing drums like when I was like ten. Mm -hmm. Like my first show was like when I was thirteen. But I first started because uh, I just saw my dad like air drumming. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what is that? <laughs> like, what are you doing with your hands? Like, air drumming i'm like what and i was like can i get a drum set and then he got me a drum set for christmas Sweet. Nice. that year and then uh yeah i was like super into nirvana and like the new the the old school green day like the juicy album and i just 
uh, just play to that. And yeah. I played at uh, a church a couple times and I was like, I, was, I think I was like nine when I was doing that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and then after that, I just kind of went into metal and then went into reggae. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, Green Day, man, that's some speed on Dookie. That's some, Dookie. that's yeah, that's some fast drumming right there. Now, yes! uh, before the IRE, you were you were playing in Vera Groove. Would you would would you learn during that time when you were in that band? You know that that sort of in that like you said in that in that reggae sort of feel. Would would you get out of uh, playing in that band? Um. Well, yeah. Those guys are all uh, my brothers, and that was a uh, great. Uh, learning experience for all of us um cory group kind of like taught me a lot he was a bass player um mm -hmm. he also played in through the roots for a while mm -hmm. and uh we were blessed to do uh cali roots one year mm -hmm. cool and uh yeah i'm, I'm good friends with uh, andy too the guys from Katasha. they actually feature on one of our songs too and uh nice yeah it's just i learned a lot from cory just like the like the hustles of what it takes to like you know, do the do. Yeah, yeah for Johnny's sure. Johnny's a man like, Johnny's hard work, but it's where we are now. Nice. All of the hard work, but like, Johnny worked Nice. Well, That's where you got that first time. Well, George, you, you started playing guitar. You just mentioned it there when we were talking about uh, you, you were a sort of a, you were sort of a sports guy in in high school when did you first start picking up the guitar and singing oh when i was 15 right i should have i was 15 like what's our like i started i picked up a blunt <laughs> <laughs> I started, you know what i'm saying and thing is like because I'm, I'm a i'm a quarter of hawaiian so like i like i come from like reggae roots like my, my uncle is like barbecue and bump like gregory isaac nice holes you know, like all the classic. Yeah. Stuff, you know. Yeah. So like, like I already had reggae in my mind, to where like, like I wanted to w learn like the Nirvanas and like the like Foo Fighters. And, yeah. You know? Yeah. But, like my thing was like my first thing was like, dude, like I love the way how it like reggae singers sing. Like I love that passion. I love that soul. You know. Yeah. I mean, I love the that it's like in my culture, but then like the the strum, you know. Yeah. So, so that yeah, so I took that from fifteen to seventeen, and I, I moved out to Hawaii. Yeah, you know, Molokai, Hawaii, and I, I was picking mangoes on the farm. Yeah, and actually learned the reggae strum out there. Yeah, yeah, so was, mm. yeah. So it's it a whole, it a whole like like catalog of like all the things that's coming in at once. You know, it's brought up to the form as the reggae now. Nice. Well, Molokai is a really uh, empty island. Um, yeah, yeah. There's only like like fifteen thousand people that live there. Yeah. How how much music was going on? Did you have a place to to go play when you were there? Yeah, yeah. I, I like worked. I, I I lived in a tent for like two years. Whoa. Jeez. Whoa. Yeah. Picking mangoes. Yeah, picking mangoes, dude. And. Like if we didn't pick, if we didn't like, yeah, I went out there because my homie, because we were playing rugby, because play rugby too, mm. and the homie invited us. Uh, uh, Scott Meme, what up, Scott Meme? Shout out! He's not, like he um he had bought a farm out there. He's like, hey brothers, like, hey come out, like we're in reggae man, like you play ukulele. Yeah. And he's like come out, like, hey man, like come out and play some reggae music out here, dude. Like pick some mangoes, like help me, like like help me, like function my farm, you know. And, yeah, and so we went up there, 
and his um not to be like going to low down on it like a that part like his mom passed away mm. and like he's left the, like the farm and us like we're only like like 16 17 years old like we didn't know what the <laughs> <to> be. <laughs> and we didn't know like how to run a farm for yeah <laughs> so he left us to run his farm Man. on our own dude and like we're like trying to ship like mangoes like we knew enough but like we kind of like messed up his books and stuff like money <laughs> wise but is, what do you expect when you leave like teenagers with your business you know like is it still going so, yeah i like i try like i try to uh, like keep in contact with them but like i honestly don't know now mm. Mm, gotta check up. I'm gonna get a follow up. I do, man. I got you. I want to go back. <laughs> I don't. I don't blame you, man. Now talk about some good weather. That's that beautiful. is solid weather out there for sure. Yeah, that's well, such a beautiful experience. Well, you know, you were you were talking about that big, uh, you know, sort of influence of your uncle uh, being yeah. uh, real big into reggae, and I know yeah. for for most everybody in sort of your you know, genre of music, Sublime plays a huge role. Uh, for would you would you say for you was more uh, getting into the genre was more your uncle than Sublime, or Sublime was the the driving force? I can say that I'm more like like I can't I can't say because Bradley was the reason why I started. Mm. But like I like I'm more like. Like a, like an R and B ish kind of singer. Yeah. To where like I wanted to sound like Bradley, you know. Yeah. But like he had like such a Brad. No one can sound like Bradley. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Very. So like very like, tough. Like my like yeah like my vocal lines taunt like went towards like the R and B ish because like it comes from my soul like from like my siblings and stuff you know. Yeah. Everyone's and raps and stuff like oh like comedy and like R and B like you know. It reminds me, you know, the way you sing sometimes reminds me a good deal of Junior from Common Kings because he comes from it for a uh, more yeah. sort of, you know, R and B yeah. sort yeah, of dude, side. Yeah, you know, too. like you know, like like who I try like, like when I was like learning to like Bruno Mars, Bruno Mars was coming out too at that time. Yeah, I heard like that, that um, lazy song. That's that's what I want to do. You know? Nice, like, but I want I wanted to be reggae the whole time, so like poppy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I gotcha. I yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Bruno Mars, Bruno Mars, like was a big influence on the people. Nice. Well, th this is this is a loaded question because you you were talking about it, but uh, it, and it made me think of this uh, because it was his his birthday just you know a couple days ago. But uh, what what do you think made Bradley uh, Noel so influential? Because I mean, you know, everybody. Bumping Uglies, Tropodelic, yeah, Stick yeah. Figure, The Movement, Dirty Heads, well, everybody yeah, yeah, like all looked up to him. I think he was so influential like, because his voice is beautiful, mm -hmm. and he brought multi-genres within one, like, soft, yeah. reggae drop, to dub, yeah. to, like, you know, like, you know, to, like, to punk rock, like, he, you know, like, because, like, Bad Brains is the first ones that did, they were punk rock, they were a punk rock band. And they brought it to like a reggae album. Yeah. They never mixed it, you know. And that's yeah. what Bradley did. Like he mixed, he mixed it well. It's hip hop. Yeah. Punk rock. His beautiful voice. Yeah. In that whole thing. For and sure. I think that's why it makes them so iconic because they're the first ones to do that. Yeah. Like after that, like there's so many names. Yeah. Like that's sublime that did that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They they they, they were definitely. 
definitely more unique uh, than than really any of the other '90s groups. Well, well, uh, talking about other influence, I noticed you guys a couple of times. Uh, you you've played Richie Valens, uh, obviously uh, a rock icon. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I I don't think too many young guns out there are are playing Richie Valens and have a lot yeah, of no, Richie no, Valens. They don't know the truth. Well, so so, so <laughs> what? He's he one of the first like Chicano and Mexican, kind yeah, of, like Hispanic, like people to make it besides Salinas, you know? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like we praise them, like us Hispanics, like we praise Salinas and Richie Valens. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Like they're one of the first ones to make it within like, like uh, American radio and stuff. So was that one of the first sort of? Uh... That was one of the first learned. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah I love that. I doc. Learned. That was like that was like straight up like my mom and like my uncles like have like a party. Mm-hmm. Hey, play Richie Valens. <laughs> you know that? I'm like okay. I'm like okay. I <laughs> I play like four times. <laughs> nice man well i love that uh that documentary there was a documentary they did a while back on richie valens that was uh yeah, yeah. well i guess you'd call it a mockumentary you know whereas actually i mean it was a it was it, it was you know recreation it wasn't really a documentary but it's good nonetheless uh ob- obviously I was about to say, obviously gone too soon, but left a, a huge impact on on rock and roll for sure. Um, of well, besides Richie Valens, what's what's an artist that you guys all dig in the band that you think would be like a a, a real surprise to the listeners, like something that they'd be like, "What you guys are into, huh? What?" Uh, like uh, like a, a band that we're into that people be like, "What?" They're, they're yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't think that you guys would be you'd be into it, but you are, and you guys would like to do like like a cover of it sometime. This one was a down is my favorite band. Mmm, mmm. Bone Thugs, Mac Dre. Bone John Republic, Mac Dre is on the way to uh, Tucson. Other a uh, show with uh, Azusa Keeley. That was nice. So jumping around, System of a Down, Mac Dre, and Bone Thug. All right. <laughs> yeah, man, we're everywhere. Man. I like it. We, we just love all music. We're yeah. Good. We're like, like our like uh, the reggae is our is our is our soul. Like, like we love just, we just love music. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, now uh, break it down for us. How did the current lineup of the Irie finally? meet and start playing how did you guys come together we come together with me and johnny me and johnny come together then but yeah me, me and george met uh because uh well he would play with the bear group mm-hmm. and actually we forgot a member too uh danny's our trumpet player okay uh, he's actually in florida right now nice bad fish right now he's in a few days up there and so that's how i knew george and then i moved to la for a little bit and linked up with some uh some friends out there that play music, uh, Smalls Bad Seeds and Ease Up and Jason J, um, who's actually now he plays with Hyrie now, I think. But um, yeah, then I came back and I was like, Who am I gonna play with? Because uh, Verger broke up, so like, yeah, dang. So then I saw George like randomly at a bar playing, like, dude, let's do this. Yeah, I invited him to come out. Nice, 
Nice. I kind of like hit him up, like I hit him up, like like on Tinder. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm like, like on Tinder, I'm saying like Tinder. Oh hey, no. Man, I was like, hey, come through, brother, because like I was we're trying to set up a show with him. He's like, hey man, let me be in your band. Nice. He's like, dude, if I be in your band, like I want to get things started, and that's why I respect my brother. Well, was that sort of yeah. the indication that you guys had the right? people was that things were getting done and they were moving in the right direction yeah. once you started that you were like yeah this is this is good this is it yeah exactly nice yeah because like we we all we all come we all came at it as like all right this is what it is and this is what we're gonna do and it's, it's what's gonna happen nice yeah. well it's no it's, it's no like fun and games anymore it's like it's still fun and games, it's still fun and games but like it's like it's more like it's, it's like uh, there's a direction with the fun and games kids. like if you're a feature kid like you know like it's like it's, it's get things started like get nice Nice. Well, you uh, you guys are sort of unique because most of the bands that I've talked to over the pandemic they've been they've been touring for years and years and like you know I've had have I've had bands on the show that had been going for like 14 years nonstop. And then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh Jesus, what do we do? We're, we we can't tour anymore." And you guys had just been getting warmed up as a band, like you guys had been yeah. getting the feel and grooving with each other. Uh, how's it been trying to build up that that momentum when you can't really get a solid tour? Yeah, I mean, we we really uh, haven't even been on like uh, we're pretty young into the game. We haven't really been on a, a tour yet, but um, I think. The, everything with the pandemic gave us a lot of time to uh, write a lot mm-hmm. and um, like we came into the studio this last studio with the EPA we just put out with about like 30 demos mm-hmm. just from writing so much we did those like 30 demos here at, at my place we did that in like, a, like a month or two months at 30 songs nice so we're, we're just like uh, grinding it's, it's it sucks but half what's happening with the pandemic but also gave us it was kind of a blessing too because it gave us a lot of time to catch up on our writing yeah stuff like that what and, and actually like, helped us to catch up on like on our like, real life to be like our real life you know what I'm saying like our, yeah our music was going like and it actually taught us to where like we realize what we want you know well so, like, when you put in that when you put in that pandemic like like we're doing this right now. Yeah. We're going And like, all these songs. And it's like, like, if we don't, if we've been through this together, like, what else can we do after yeah. this, you know? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, even though you can't tour, you you have, like a lot of bands, you got to do a good bit of, uh, of live streaming. Uh, you know, you guys did live streams like the, uh, the Ascension Music Festival and For the Fans 5. And Root Fire TV, uh, have have you seen the numbers on your live streams go up during the pandemic? I mean, have you seen people going towards the IRE and being like, "Let's you know invest in this band"? Um, well, we really never did like live streams before. Yeah, the ones like you mentioned. <laughs> yeah, like those ones we've done in. But uh, yeah, I mean, we haven't done one in a while. We just do it in my living room apartment. <laughs> yeah, and then. Uh, we're blessed to do it with the uh, Reggae 360s Festival and be on Root Fire. Yeah. But we, we do get people that are like, hey, what are you doing? Are you going to do a live stream again? Or nice. What's going on with that? 
Nice. Let's let's talk the newest EP. Can't get enough. Uh, four tracks on the EP, uh, and you guys, you know, it's like you said, you had all this time to write. You came in with a lot of demos. Uh, how long did it take you to make it as far as the EP? And you know, um, what would you say is new or different on this EP versus the last EP coming down? Well, I think this new EP is totally like it's like. They're split like it's like totally different, yeah. but it's like it's like our like what we felt at the time. Mm-hmm. I think that we, we never go into the studio to like be this, do this, do that, mm-hmm. do this, and do that. I want to sound like travel shoes, I want to sound like flying shoes. Like, what we do, man, we go in there and like just share, just like send it. And then Matt Keller like helps us a lot within like, like, they're like directing our like way of forming it. Uh huh. So, like, we really don't have like a, a way of doing it. We just kind of go in there and send it early. I'd say, I'd say probably that <clears throat> the most differences is that the coming down EP was um, mostly like there, yeah, like uh, George's like old catalog yeah, those are my old songs. Yeah, my old songs like prior to the new area. Like. Gotcha. So this is more a collaborative effort when you're looking yeah, at this, this new EP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. All of us all together on this. Now, now, from the reaction so far, just so far, as far as looking at like the analytics of streaming and whatnot, what do you think the uh, the fan favorite is on "Can't Get Enough"? It's probably "Never Alone." Nice. 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 Which one? Which one would you? I mean, I know it's like choosing kids, but what's your favorite to play right now? I think. You just said you can't get enough. You? Yeah, can't get enough. Nice. Can't get enough is the funnest one. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's such a hype song. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, it's crazy too because we're now doing like kind of like yeah. Now we're doing um, you know playing to the tracks now, which is which we put a lot of practice into that, but it's kind of cool seeing that happen. Yeah, and doing that bad now. Nice. Stepping up to that level. Yeah, you press the number Yes! For sure, for sure. Well, uh, now that the EP's out, uh, w- what's in the works for the IRE in twenty twenty one? What are you guys planning on doing? Um, well, we are uh, at a little Arizona festival with uh, Mike Love, mm-hmm. um, April eleventh, and then after that, though, we're doing uh, we're headlining the Marquee Theater out here mm-hmm. for our EP release. Nice. And, uh, and we already finished. We have a new single already that's already done. Nice. We're probably gonna release that uh, soon. Nice. Now, do you wanna? You guys wanna play sort of the uh, the EP singles game for a while before you try to tackle a full album? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think we're yeah. I think we're just gonna do this single and then do the album. Oh, nice, nice. Now, is that gonna come from the majority of that work that you've been doing over the the pandemic, as far as those songs you were talking about earlier? Yeah, yeah, like, uh, we still, we still write, we just wrote two songs yesterday. Wow. Here, over here, so. Yeah. Churning yeah, them out. Yeah, it's, uh, I think we have, like, probably, like, 40 or 50 demos now. Man, man, now, now, can you give me a, uh, can you give me just a, a title of one that you think is gonna be, like, the banger of them all, the best of them all? Yeah, it's probably gonna be the next single, which is, probably going to be um uh 
Uh, all the love. All the love. All right, you heard it, listeners. Look out for all the love. That's the one. It's gonna. It's gonna blow up. I'm already putting it down. Yes. I'm put. I'm putting stars beside it. I'm getting excited for it right now. That's right. Uh, that one gets me. That one gets me excited. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's what we need. That's we need more. We need more excitement in the music world. You know, <laughs> we need more shows. We need more excitement. Exactly. Well. Florida seems like uh, like uh, I've been seeing a lot of people playing down in Florida, like just going out there. Uh, like uh, Mike Pinto, I think he's like did a run out there. Yeah, I feel like Florida's like Arizona. Kinda, it's the east, east yeah, side. Yeah, there's there's definitely a little bit of the same vibe of nah, do whatever you want. We'll see what happens. Yeah, let's let's figure <laughs> yeah, it yeah. out. We'll see what happens. I yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens at the end. <laughs> well, you guys, I mean, obviously you need to come out to Florida. Um, I noticed. Oh, yeah, we'd love to, man. I noticed you guys all all dig skateboarding. I mean, I saw I saw a picture yeah. there of you guys going out uh, going out on a cruise there yeah, on the yeah. boards. Who's who's the best skateboarder in the band? crazy things, huh? Skateboard, it, it weirds me out. I need some, I need some water underneath <laughs> me to make me feel safer. Oh man, if we had water, I'd be a water baby too, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, it's so we much. Concrete out here. You know, skimboarding, it's so much better. It's, I'm, I mean, it still hurts falling on the sand, but it's way better than oh, concrete. Cool. Way better. Yeah, I love skimboarding. It's. I tried it once. I always fall. Oh, it's fun, man. You gotta you gotta come down you gotta come down to Florida, play a couple shows, and skimboard with us. It'll be a good time. Awesome. Well, fellas send it. (laughs) We are up against a break, guys, but I wanna thank you uh, both for coming on the show today. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, as soon as we can, we wanna see you in Florida. We wanna see you here. Yeah, man. Listeners, you can check them out on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, iTunes, and everywhere else. Follow them on Instagram at The Irie Band. Right now, let's take a listen to Never Alone right here on the Doc G Show.
Here on the Doc G Show, the Irie. Yes, indeed. Sir. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Uh, Dave, I did want to point out, I um, I, I, I miss, I, well, I forgot one of the best restaurants Girl, in Jacksonville. One of your faves. Yeah. I mean, me and you, we've, we've. We've dined there together. How many times have we tore it up? So true. We have tore it up. And I tell you, there's no place that I like the redfish better nope. than there. I don't know what it is they do with the redfish that makes it. I guess it's just because it's so fresh. But Safe Harbor. Yep. Right off the boat, man. Mm, mm, Safe Harbor is so yes. good. So, and you can't go wrong. You, you remember when we did that, when when they, they did the, the, they commented on our Instagram post? But it, yeah. it was yeah. weird because they commented like six months after we made the post or a little bit longer. <laughs> and it was just like, it, was, it wasn't It was like, hey, thanks for coming to the restaurant. It was like, they know. Huh? And we were like, what? It, I, it's a restaurant. It's, we know. It's advertised. You don't have to, what? It was, it was bizarre, but nonetheless, they make yeah, some. It wasn't, the, it wasn't the best comment, but it was kind of the early days of, of Instagram. But you know what? They make good fish, so I'm not complaining. They sure do. So true. It's delicious, man. I should have told them. George, if you're still listening to the show right now, go to Write Safe Harbor. Or when you come to, come over to Florida to play, just call me up. I'll take you to Safe Harbor. That's right. That's what we'll do. There you go. Anyways, thanks to the Irie. Go listen to their EP. It's fantastic. You heard two songs off of it. It's a good time. It's a good time. I'll enjoy it. Uh, Dave, I've got bad news for you. I'm, no. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it. I'm just going to come out and tell you right now. I didn't bring a shoe for shoe and tell this week. Oh, boo. Yeah, I know. I know. Like it's okay. 40 shows in a row, and I forgot to bring a shoe this week. Girl, come on. So we're going to have to wait until next week, but don't worry. I, and I told DeMarcus last week, I think I'm almost out. I think I've only got like three more shoes left. 
So I mean, it's it's been a good run. Yeah, a year. Yeah, and we got some good runs. Which, by the way, the other day I did wear my nothing but net uh, ones, the lows. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's nice. The pattern. The, the, yeah. Fe- I like it. Felt good. Felt good. Uh, although I did get a little worried because it looked like there was a crease about to show up on the top, so I took a, uh, I took them off. Don't worry. We we saved it. Quick. We saved it. No crease. No crease. Uh, Dave, we do need to get to the last birthday suit. Um, we do. Very confident on this birthday suit. We mentioned him earlier in the show. There's a hint for you. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm giving it 99%. Pretty oh, confident. Okay. Uh, he is, uh, he's definitely less known than Carrie Underwood, but not in your world. So uh, okay. born on March 10th, 1995 in Renton, Washington. Our birthday suit wearer's parents were a professional football player and a softball player. Hmm. Our birthday suit wearer gained uh, gained his own interest in basketball after watching Space Jam when he was five. As a senior in high school, he averaged 28.5 points a game, 3.4 rebounds a game, and 2.5 assists a game. Jeez. He decided to go to UCLA his uh-huh. freshman year. Wasn't that exceptional. He didn't even score in double digits in his first 14 games. But Mm. because of his size and his ability, he was still ranked very high in the NBA draft. So he left after his first year. He was drafted 13th overall and selected by the Minnesota Timberwolves. In 2000, Zach Levine. Zach Levine is correct. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. In 2015, he won the slam dunk contest with a perfect score of 50 on his first two dunks. In 2016, he won the slam dunk test again, barely beating Aaron Gordon. I said Eric <gasps> Gordon. What? I don't know why I was saying Eric. I thought Gordon. you said Air, I thought you were saying Air Gordon, so I wasn't like you know. Okay, okay. Well, just for the record, everybody, I said Eric, and I don't know why I was saying Eric. But as soon as I said Aaron, I realized, wait, I was saying Eric before. So, Aaron Gordon, mm-hmm. what was I doing? I don't know. Uh, he uh, Zach Levine tore his ACL in 2017. Was traded to the Bulls. In all three seasons with the Bulls, he has increased his scoring up to 25.5 points a game this season, and he appeared for the first time in the NBA All-Star Game this past weekend. Zach Levine. Sweet. There you go. Happy birthday, Zach Levine. Yeah. yeah. How old is he? He's 26. 26. 26. Yeah. Okay. I I'll be honest. He's, he's turning into he's turning into a better player than we all thought. I was about to say. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't have nearly this much faith in him. Man, he. Uh, you know, I. I mean, I remember the first the first uh, dunk contest he was in. I was like, who's this dude? Uh, who's this guy? He's averaging 2.7 points a game for Minnesota. Who is this dude? And then he jumped from the foul line. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you're like, and mm-hmm. like, all right, instant respect. He can, he can, <laughs> he can jump. Uh, but, right. but then I still thought, like, yeah, he's not going to become a, a great player. And boom, he's became a great player. He's he's the lead player on the Bulls. Twenty five point five points a game. I can't believe that, man. Wild, man. Happy birthday, Zach Levine. Live it up. 
Big keep balling. Big uh big well, you just had your quarter of a century, so big quarter of a century plus one, right? The best the best birthday. Oh man. <laughs> uh Dave, we have got some fantastic shows coming up. That's right. Very excited sure about do. our next two shows. Next show, we've got none other than Brandon Hardesty of Bumpin' Uglies. Very good interview. All right. Uh, this guy is so fun to talk to. Um, he's got a couple of good stories that I want to I wanna ask him about. There are some mm-hmm. fun stuff we're going to get into in that interview. And then got a very big group that i'm extremely excited about the dreamers coming on uh the week after that very excited about the dreamers. very nice these guys you know these guys are are getting the millions of streams on on Ooh. spotify yeah these guys these guys are hot they're hot in the streets hot right now streets. yeah yes, sir yeah these guys i mean they're 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 their best song uh, well, I mean, their their most popular song, "Sweet Disaster," over fifty million streams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dang. Say yeah, what? yeah. And then they got uh, several others that are over twenty million streams. These guys are are just are are hot, 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 daddy. Hmm. Sorry, Ooh. I thought of mm. I thought of uh, I thought of uh, uh, what's it, Kevin Hart his first stand up where his son keeps touching the oven. Hot, hot, daddy. <laughs> mm, I love that. That was where that was Kevin Hart at his prime right there. Love that stand-up special. Awesome. Anyways, I got sidetracked. The Dreamers. So true. The Dreamers are coming on. I'm very excited about it. I can't wait. Um, I'm working on a couple others, but as per usual, Dave, I, ca- I can't I can't say who I'm working on because we all know that'll jinx it. That's bad juju. That'll jinx it. So we're going to wait until I actually solidify them, and then you all will be wowed. But yes, sir. until then, we're going to have to wrap it up for the show. I have been your host, Doc G. With me once again, as per usual, Dave Burles, Berlin. Man, Wednesdays are just better with the Doc G Show, Doc. Woo! Gotta say it, man. It is. It's good stuff, man. It is good stuff. I hope you guys agree, and I hope you show back up again next Wednesday. But until then, zip it up and zip it out. Zippity doo dah.